Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this morning, for the week gone by for the opportunity to recharge and rewind over the weekend, for this opportunity to come and be with you in your presence, to talk to you and to learn from you, to hear from you of what your word says and the revelation that you grant us, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you said that you are always with us and you will never leave us even until the end of time. And we thank you, Lord, that you continue to reveal yourself to us so that the more we get to know you, the closer we come to you, the better we are able to form our relationship with you so that we do not look upon you as a religion, something that is to be done out of fear, something that becomes part of just a doctrine. But we want to be with you as a person to come closer to you and to share our thoughts, our cares, our concerns, to speak with you throughout the day through your Holy Spirit. And you answer us, Lord. You, Holy Spirit, who are always with us. So that even in our times of difficulty, you are there praying with us and for us. It is you who intercede on our behalf to the Father. It is you who bring that revelation, that answer to us in times when we need a solution. It is you who grant us that wisdom and understanding of how to apply it in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you today that we are alive, that we are well, that we are safe. We thank you, Father that you have loved us with an everlasting love. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every time we come before you, that which helps us stay focused in this place of prayer, focused on communion and not be distracted by cares and by worries. We want to share that very same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We share it also with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it, Lord, with all those that are called Christians but have not yet encountered and experienced your presence in a way that brings or makes for a transformed life. And with all those that have willfully chosen to go away from you, not knowing what and who they have stepped away from. Let every veil before their eyes be torn down, Father. Every mountain be cut down, that your glory be revealed. That their Father be revealed to them. That they might then step closer to you. Might turn their hearts towards you. And be saved. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, 
the lifter of men, the one who is ever faithful, the Elohim Adonai, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, the one who blots out our transgression and remembers our sins no more, the one who leads us by the way we should go, and the one whose hand is never, never short to redeem us, the preserver of men, our King, our God, our Father. And in the name of Jesus, his son, the one who taught us faith, the one who taught us to pray, the one through whom we are redeemed. Through his blood, we have atonement. He is the bridge, the way, the truth, and the life. The Lord who heals. The Prince of Peace. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the same spirit of Jesus who hovered over the entire earth when it was being created out of something that was void, formless and lifeless. Something that was filled with chaos. We pray in the name of that spirit of the living God, the spirit of light and life, the one who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body. The one who quickens us in our spirit. That we are charged to hear from the Father and to gain and receive your revelation. The breath of the Father. The one who changes times and seasons. We thank you, Lord, that you mobilize every resource in heaven for our sake. That we might be saved that we might receive grace, that we might be empowered through that mercy and grace, through your provision, through your system of advantage made available to us, so that the enemy, the devil, the one who is ever knowledgeable of every way of your system can still be defeated by a man that does not know much. And all he relies on is the grace of God. For without you, we can do nothing. But man plus God is undefeatable. We thank you, Father. And as we get into today's reflection, today is the first Sunday of Lent. A time of repentance and returning back to the Lord, our first love, the one we should love and we have loved with all our heart and yet we strayed away. The spirit of Lent lasts 40 days and it is a time of prayer, of repentance, of turning back to the Lord. Let's look at the significance of 40 in the Bible today. What does the Bible really mean? There are numerous instances, almost 150 instances of 40, the number 40 being used. The Bible uses multiple such situations involving a period of time that was either 40 days, 40 years. In the time of Noah, Genesis in Genesis 7 verse 17, it says that the flood, the rains lasted for about 40 days upon the earth, killing every living thing except those in the ark. 
After the Exodus, the Israelites spent 40 years in the wilderness. And Numbers chapter 14, verse 29 and 30 tell us that it was only when that sinful generation that grumbled and murmured had died, did God allow the Israelites to proceed further into the promised land. 40 can represent a generation. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 16, it says, Goliath came out of the Philistine camp and stood before the Israelites for 40 days, taunting and mocking them before salvation came in the form of David, a young shepherd boy. And so 40 is generally associated with trials, with testing and with judgment. Those that refused to give up evil ways perished. It is a way, it is in a way a time of baptism that involves cleansing and claiming people for God's kingdom. That is exactly what Lent is about. We see it in both these situations above in Noah's case as well as the Israelites wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. The prophet Ezekiel was informed by God to lay on his left side for 390 days and his right side for 40 days to bear the iniquities of Israel and Judea respectively. The days corresponded to the number of years each kingdom dishonored the name of God through their wickedness and through rebellion. So God uses 40 to pass on a message as well sometimes. 40 is also a symbol of renewal. The Bible speaks of 40 as a generation. Now we've seen the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years until that entire generation was wiped out. Then a new generation came. King Saul, King David and King Solomon each ruled for 40 years. A generation, a regime came and then moved on and through the process of renewal. So 40 can be a symbol of renewal, the passing of a generation, the passing in a way of the old and the coming of the new. We have seen that when the kingdom was passed on from Saul to David and how things changed there and then from David to Solomon. Lastly, 40 is a time of preparation. Moses fasted 40 days on Mount Sinai as he was in the presence of the Lord. In Jonah chapter 3, we see that God gave Nineveh 40 days to repent and to turn from sin. Another example is the experience of Jesus. He fasted as well 40 days in the wilderness after he was baptized. And in some ways, these can be linked to multiple situations from the Old Testament. And he was then tested and tempted. His 40 days in the wilderness after emerging out of the water of baptism 
is a mirroring of those 40 years of the Israelites after they crossed the Red Sea. Now, when we apply the same to our lives, Lent is a period of awakening in our wilderness with God so that we can get rid of all our grumbling in our life, surrender it to him in faith, and then emerge on the other side as the resurrected in Christ. We must, like the Israelites, also cross the Red Sea. Only in our case, it is the sea of the blood of Jesus that atones for our sins. When we repent and when we decide to come back to him, when we acknowledge him as Lord and Savior, That is what Acts 2.38 talks about. And it is only when we get rid of our grumbling and our complaining, our pride and our ego, only then can we move forward like the Israelites. They had to get rid of the ones that grumbled before they could move forward. Only then can we move forward in our journey with God. We must be renewed in our mind to become a new creation. That's Romans 12, do, do not conform to the patterns of the world. All the old ways of doing things, the sinful ways must pass. Like I'd like each of us to follow the spirit during Lent now at this time. To make that journey of renewal, to look upon our own lives and make that decision when we identify what is it that we must leave behind. So that as we step through into Easter, that process of transformation, where as Jesus was given a new body, after death he resurrected again, we are able to die to our sins as well and resurrect in a new incorruptible way. That we shall never return to that old self. That old must pass away. Let us take the time during this period of Lent to make that reflection. And ask the Holy Spirit to show us what is it that must be left behind and we wave goodbye to it once and for all and insist that it wave us back and never see us again. This is a time of discovery where we seek God and come closer to Him. 1 Peter 4 verse 12 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though something strange were happening to you. So during this time, when we are looking to shed that sinful nature and take on the incorruptible nature of Christ, what it really means is be prepared to be tested. For the testing of faith alone produces character. We must pray for that grace to stand up to what we believe in and not be shaken by any lie, by any false doctrine given to us, by any kind of beguiling. But hold on to the word and rely only upon the word and the revelation of the spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that 
we receive that grace this day lord the wisdom the understanding more importantly the discernment to pick out what is it in our nature that is still from darkness that is still of sin in us secretly hidden somewhere in the corner that it must be revealed must be brought into light and we make that decision today and from now on to reject it to refuse it permission and to cast it out of our lives that we return to it no more so that even like satan tempted jesus thrice with food when he was hungry with greed when he took him to the top of the mountain and with power even in the times when we are tested in a similar way and tempted we are able to stand tall and say it is written this is what is written about me and my life and i claim it from the word of god in the name of jesus we ask for that edification in our spirit lord and as we pray for that edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs for those of our prayer group and every request that has been mentioned on it we pray in a special way for all those that are caught in war we ask for your mercy father innocent lives are being lost there we ask for wisdom upon the leaders that they are able to put an end to war that they are able to establish peace we pray for all those that have been affected by the recent floods in brisbane and any other calamity anywhere around the world we ask for that grace of our strength and your provision father that they are able to make a new start a new beginning especially those that have had to encounter significant losses some have lost family members some have lost their homes their belongings we plead for your mercy upon their lives lord we pray also in a special way for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease especially the covid virus all those that are battling life threatening circumstances those that are hospitalized this day we pray for all those families that are battling separation that are battling any kind of differences in them where the peace is being stolen from their family lord that peace which you give that family which you join together we place them at before your tabernacle and we ask for your mercy father we ask you to enter into these homes we welcome you lord into that home and ask you to take your place as the head of that family so that what you join together let no man and no spirit separate we cover each of these families as well as every family and every member of each of the families of the brisbane prayer group 
by your precious blood, Jesus. We declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. And any kind of wickedness that stands up against it, we call the fire of judgment upon them in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the will and of the Father and our needs. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these members, of each of these families, to protect them and keep them safe from harm, from sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, natural calamities. We ask for your guidance, your direction, your blessing, your wisdom and understanding, Father. So that in every circumstance, every storm that they face, we are able to walk with you and they are able to produce that miracle when they work with you. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, in bondage, in slavery, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We reject it, we renounce it. And in the name and the authority of the King of Kings, we declare those chains over their lives broken. Every curse of the law that has been put upon them, we cover it in the precious blood of Jesus. That blood through which there is atonement. Father, we ask for forgiveness for sins. And we ask for a release of mercy and of grace. So that there is an opportunity to make a fresh start. Where these sins are cast behind your back and you remember them no more. Those curses are removed from their lives. They're able to make a new beginning with an understanding from you. Father, we plead for that grace over their lives. That there is redemption, that there is freedom. And they're able to step into blessings through wisdom that you make available in your word. We pray also for all those that are battling financial challenges, those that are seeking new jobs as well. Father, let that provision that you have made available for them be brought to them this day. Let there be a renewal in their lives. That they're able to rise above that limitation. To focus more on you. That the enemy in any way not overpower them, to keep them busy, to keep them poor and prayerless and hence powerless. But through your grace, grant that gift of faith, Father, so that they are able to make faith-filled confessions and receive that which they have believed in from your provision. You are able to make every grace abound towards them. We pray also for all those members of our family and our friends that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, and draw them towards you. For unless you draw them, they cannot come. But when you draw them, they are able to call on your name 
and everyone that calls on your name shall, with no exceptions, shall be delivered. This is our faith and our belief, Father. We stand in that gap. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our faith, we make our prayer of agreement, that which we have agreed on. You, our Father in heaven, will do it for us. This is what your word says in Matthew 18, 19, as guaranteed by Jesus. We stand on that belief, on that rock. And we build our house of faith here, Father. So that when we make this our prayer of agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit, we know and we know in our heart that he moves. He hovers over everything that will look hopeless, that will look formless, that looks void. And gives it new life, new shape, a new beginning. And brings transformation. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. And those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release their faith, release their tongue, and let the Holy Spirit take over. Ask Him to take over and grant that gift. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy in Sanda 
Sandapapia, <laughs> Sandra Papa Pia, 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 Sandra Papa Pia,
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. We come in agreement with every prayer that has been raised at this platform this day. Let it be an answer, yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The words spoken to me this morning while we are praying. Come back to me with all your heart, with prayer and repentance. Come back. The scripture I've been given is Jonah 3, 8 to 10. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and let them cry mightily to God. Yes. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence which is in his hands. Who knows? God may yet repent and turn from his fierce anger so that we perish not. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God repented of the evil which he had said he would do to them, and he did not do it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anyone else receiving any revelations as well, please feel free to unmute and speak. word of God put on my heart today is from Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved and delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law, so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today was from Matthew 16. 24 to 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. 
what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus we also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat this is from 2 chronicles chapter 15 verses 6 and 7 where it is written and nation was destroyed of nation and city of city for god did vex them with all adversity be ye strong therefore and let not your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded amen thank you jesus Father we thank you for your grace for that opportunity of salvation that you made available to us through Jesus' supreme sacrifice that substitutionary sacrifice where he took our place and there was a divine exchange all our sins he took upon himself all our curses he took upon himself and in exchange he gave us freedom he gave us salvation he gave us an entry pass into your kingdom he gave us righteousness the righteousness of his image and his character that you father will see in us and you welcome us into your kingdom washed clean by that blood and made once again white as snow we thank you father and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we live our testimonies let us carry that testimony and the gospel to everyone around us and be a blessing in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful sunday everyone Thank you, Thank Russell. You. God Thank bless you, everyone. God bless everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.